Hi, I'm Hera, the mom. And I'm Estella, the kid. And this is Seeking Different. There are times when everyone feels different or left out. As a non-traditional mom and kid family, we're setting out to explore all the ways that families can be different. This is Seeking Different. Recess time is really one of the best parts of the school day for a kid. But as many parents know, things go down on the playground. Yes, this is where a lot of the drama happens. And so today, I thought it would be fun to chat about the playground and recess. Estella, what's the craziest thing someone has said to you on the playground? Hmm. Well, I don't think anybody's ever said something really crazy, just a little bit mean. Oh, kids say mean stuff? Yeah, but the, can I say the craziest thing some, a kid did? Yeah, go ahead. Say what's the craziest thing someone did. Once a kid, they there was, he was like in fourth grade and I was in third grade. And then he started to chase me and my friends. And I had bad shoes for running. Oh, no. So my, sho- my shoes, they were falling off. One of them fell off. So I had to stop and then put it back on. Then he got in front of me and then he blocked me. And I was trying to get away from him because he was annoying. Then he grabbed me on the shoulders, wiggled me, and then he pushed me onto the ground. And then my shoe fell off again. So he took my shoe and ran away from it. And then I, as I tried to get up because I w- because he hurt my head and I was trying to wipe all the grass off my friends, they were like, give her her shoe. Yeah, I remember being really angry as a parent. Yes. I was, and then I ran over with no shoe on and I was like, give me my shoe back right now. And then he was like, Meh. and then threw my, and then threw my shoe back to me. And then it almost hit the one of a person, like it wasn't one of my friends. It almost, it just almost hit one of the kids who were playing soccer. That is nuts. I know it it was crazy. And then after I had kind of a headache because he pushed me onto the ground and I was like, yeah, I was pretty unhappy with how the school handled that too, because they did rightfully send him home for the day. But they didn't actually tell me until it was like a second. And I also think that one of the teachers this uh, that I had this year, she saw him and then, like, she tried to handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Mama? What is the craziest thing you remember happening on the playground? So I remember, I think I was also in about fourth grade. Maybe it was, like, fifth grade. But I think it was probably fourth grade. Me and this other girl got into the, a fight on the playground. And do you remember those metal lunchboxes that used to ha- they used to have? I don't really think that they use them anymore. Wait, but metal? they're, like square and really hard like the old school lunch boxes that open up and they're like square and hard oh yeah they're metal so I had a metal lunch box because this was like you know early 1990s and this girl started saying like really racist stuff she was like oh you're black and I'm white and like we're in two different worlds And I got super frustrated with her and super upset by what she was saying. And so I took the metal lunchbox and I knocked her in the face. And what's interesting is she and I had a conversation relatively recently, I think about a year ago about bullying. And she had brought up the lunch, the lunchbox situation. 
And it was interesting because her recollection of the lunchbox incident was different. She's like, remember when you hit me in the head at the lunchbox? And I'm like, do you remember what you said to make me feel like I wanted to hit you in the head? She did not remember what she actually said. I was like, hmm, interesting because I remember what she said. That's because, wait, I think that's because she tried to block out the thing that she said. So she didn't remember it anymore, but keep the lunchbox hitting in her head. And then you tried to not keep the thing that you did mm-hmm. to her. So, and just kept what she said to you. So both of you just tried to like keep away the mean things that you did and just keep the memory of the things mean that they did. But, but, well, but I your remember, memory is better. Yeah. Like I remember what wrong. I did to her. And it wasn't right. Like it wasn't, it wasn't the right thing to do to hit her because I never condone like hitting someone, but I do remember that I did hit her and, but I remember why I hit her because I was very upset and I didn't feel like the adults were appropriately handling that type of behavior, which is often what happens with kids. Okay. So what's one thing you've learned in the playground that you haven't told me about? Hmm. Never listen to builders. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> No, I know. There was a there's literally a sign saying there was like a sign in like there was like a sign somewhere and the, like it was like the school will be back soon. I literally saw that at school. Yeah. And I didn't tell you about it because I just didn't want to want to pile on about never listen to builders. Okay. Let's talk about playground drama. And self-proclaimed popular girls. What is a self-proclaimed popular girl? So I know you and I have talked about, about this a little bit, but I think the interesting dynamics about playgrounds, especially like in elementary school, is there's always like one girl or two girls who decide that they're going to call themselves popular. Like, even if they're not popular, they'll walk around and be like, I'm popular. Everyone loves me. I'm amazing. And those are also usually the girls. Oh, yeah. And like, they're like, I'm so smart. I'm amazing. I'm so popular. Mm -hmm. And those are also the girls who tend to be like the meanest. Yeah. Do you think boys or girls are harder to deal with as a teacher? So did you know I used to be a teacher? I think so. And when I found out, I was like, wait a second. So I used to be a teacher and I taught third grade, fourth grade, and fifth grade. And when I was a teacher, I definitively decided that boys were easier to deal with than girls. You know, I know why. Yes. So boys are physical. So they will hit you and punch each other and do all the things with, well, this is like, a very general overgeneralization. This is not always how it works out with gender, but in my experience, a lot of times boys will be more apt to use their fists, but they don't hold a grudge like girls and girls on the other hand are psychological terrorists, which means what they will do is they will be super, super, super mean to each other. And the meanness will like be like a little bomb in the back of your head. And you'll be like, Oh, that was mean. 
And then two weeks later, you'll remember how mean that was and you'll get upset about it all over again. And so it's much harder in my experience. Or one day later. Or one day later, you'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe so-and-so said this thing and you'll get super upset. So whenever you're dealing with girl dynamics. Yeah, well, kind of like the first time we were like, okay, well, I guess she's my friend. So maybe it was just a little incident. Then the second time you're like, okay, now I'm getting a little mad. And then the third time you're like, exactly and so it just like keeps on building on it and and girls remember because they're really really smart and so they remember the first time it happened and then it just it's like the straw that broke the camel's back and so there's a huge meltdown whereas with boys if they fight about it they can fight about it and then they're like done with it it's like out of their system at least like that's been my experience in general yeah but then sometimes it's out of their system then it kind then like after like a month it kind of comes back to them and then they're like hey you and then they just start doing it all over again but i don't think they actually remember the last time okay let's move on to this one so what do you like to do on the playground what's your favorite thing or activity to do when you go outside for recess usually playing on the swings because i made up this thing called amanda thrip because you know from Matilda, that girl named Amanda Thrip, where Miss Trunchable pulled her braids and then she like flew mm-hmm. into the garden or the bushes. And then like, well, in one movie, she was into the garden and caught a bunch of flowers. And in the other movie, she just landed and in the bushes. Mm-hmm. I made something up called Amanda Thrip, where you jump off the swing and then you shape yourself like Amanda. And then we call and I call it, let's do Amanda Thrip jump. What about when you were a kid? When I was a kid, I do remember liking Foursquare. I liked playing basketball. And I remember recess time being the time where you just like wanted to go run around and get all the energy. Well, well usually at my recess time, it, it's where the bullying starts. Yeah. Recess time can also be really hard because if the school is not on top of kids being mean, it's a time when kids don't have as close attention from the teachers. And so I also remember sometimes being really anxious on the playground because I felt like if there was, if there were mean kids, I was going to have to deal with it by myself or I was going to have to tell a teacher and no one really wants to end up being the snitch. So you were like, oh, this is just going to be really stressful. Yeah. But sometimes I don't want to end up being the snitch, but sometimes I kind of have to end up being a little bit of a snitch because I just can't handle it anymore. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's not bad. Like you have to figure out when to escalate situations. So I know Stella and I, like you, you, we've talked about briefly, like what to do when kids just keep going at it and just keep poking the bear and they're just mean yes. and mean and mean. And so there's some things that you can do, especially with girls, you can be like, oh, why are you so obsessed with me? Or, or sometimes you can just tell them I'm not going to get in the mud with you. So I had an experience recently with an adult mean girl who was being super mean and doing things that were just ridiculous. And so I had to realize that I was getting really stressed out because I was getting in the mud with her. Like she was poking and poking and poking. And I think she really wanted me to get in the mud with her. And by getting the mud with her, I mean, like, you know, say mean things back or do ridiculous things like she was doing. And so I had to separate myself from this person because she was really toxic. And I basically just told her, I'm not getting in the mud with you. And I stopped engaging and it actually made me feel a lot better. Yeah. 
Okay. So here is a question I have for you. How often when you chat with kids in the playground, does family come up? Does family come up? Yeah. Like where they talk about, do you have a sister? Do you have a mom? Do you have a dad? Oh, like like, usually when you're, when you sometimes like find someone who's being nice to you, they ask them questions like, do you have a sister? Like, and like, they kind of, kind of like, kind of get into like your family then they they're like do you have a sibling do you have like an aunt like what's your sister's name so do you think that conversations I remember when you were little you'd come home and I'd be like hey like what are your friends names and you'd be like I don't know and I'd be like okay where do your friends live like what are their families like and you were like I don't know and I always wondered like what you guys talked about on the playground if you don't talk about family and like life and I'm wondering like do conversations change for kids like the difference between you when you're in kindergarten and like now, how are the conversations different? Hmm. I don't really remember kindergarten. Um, oh, it's, I, actually, I do. Um, or was it preschool? I think it was. Um, at Amustad. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this girl. Um, we used to play with each other. Um Really, when you're like a little kid, you don't really have like conversations. You just kind of like, hey, you you just kind of go like, hey, let's go play. Mm -hmm. Then you just play and then you don't really have a conversation. Then they think that you're and they think that you're best friends with them. And and so how do the conversations change now that you're Um, since Well, when you're older, you don't really have toys in your classroom. So you can't just be like, hey, let's play. You you kind of like first have to have a like conversation with them. Then you can get to like a game. Uh, because like when you're older, it's kind of harder because like I feel like little kids, they don't understand like if it's awkward to just be like, hey, let's play. Right. It's not awkward at like four. They're yeah. like, cool, we're best friends now. Yeah. But like when you're older, it, you kind of like start to feel like it's, it's getting a little bit awkward if you're like, hey, let's play this. Let's play that. Like first, you kind of have to know them first. But with little kids, they just get, be like, hey, let's play. And then you know. Them. Cool. All right. So now as we close out this episode, we are, have a special feature with the littlest McLeod, Isabel or Isa, as we like to call her. All right. So here we are with the littlest McLeod. <laughs> Isa, introduce yourself to our listeners. Tell you, tell us about yourself. <laughs> She's really excited. Okay, so tell us about yourself. <laughs> um, hi, my name is Isa. Okay, so I have a question for you, Isa. Do you know what a donor is? I don't know what that is. You don't know what that is? We've had, we've had conversations in the car about what do you, a donor is. Do you have a dad or a donor? Um, a donor. Oh, okay. You know that. <laughs> All right. How would you describe our family? What do you think of our family? <laughs> Who's in our family? Grandma, Tia, and Saho, and Della, and Mama. All right. 
I have another question for you. So recently your school had breakfast with dads. Who did you bring? Uh, I bring Sahil. Why did you choose Sahil for that event? I Because I like him. You like him? Did he do a good job? Yes. Now we're going to play a quick game of would you rather. Would you rather be a hero, an anti-hero, or a villain? Um, a hero. You want to be a hero? Why? Because I like because I like how them fly. <laughs> oh, okay. So some heroes don't fly, like Harriet Tubman or like some heroes are like not superheroes, like like Cruella, she's an anti-hero. Well, how about you, Sola? Would you rather be a hero, an anti-hero, or a villain? Anti-hero, because Cruella is like an anti-hero. I like anti-heroes because you're doing a heroic thing, but it, but doing a how they do the hero a heroic thing involves like villain stuff. Like with Cruella. With Corella, she was a villain, but also she was a hero. Because she was a hero, but also she did a villain thing to be to do a hero thing. Okay. Isa, on our podcast, we always ask what people's favorite drink is and how if they can describe themselves like their favorite drink. What's your favorite drink? Um on steps. And are you like orange juice in any way? I like orange juice. You just like orange juice? (laughs) Okay. Well, we are so happy that you came on our podcast today. Do you have any questions for us, Isa? Uh, I like Stella. She likes, oh, that's very nice. Uh, (laughs) Stella likes you too. And I like you, Mama. Aww. I love you. All right. There you have it, folks. This is the Willis McLeod. <laughs> have a good day. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Seeking Different. If you like what you heard, share us with your family and friends. Tell us what you'd like to hear on future episodes and share your stories about belonging and family. You can connect with us on Instagram at Seeking Different. See you next time.